Welcome to the second episode of the Sunflower Spreads podcast, where myself, Garrett Chad, and my co-host, Garrett Winkler, are going to try and win you money and the respect of all of your friends with a nice little slate of college football games. All right, let's go, baby. Week six, right? Week six recap? Um, yes, week six of the college football season has mm-hmm. um, it has finished. It is all over. And we had a nice 14-game oh, slate. Jumping right into it. Uh, all right. Well, you know. Any opening comments on, regarding to the pod or anything? <laughs> Oh, uh, well, first, shout out to uh, all of our listeners on Spotify and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe leave us a little review. Maybe a comment, little rating. Comment on comment YouTube, on YouTube. If you got anything to say. Um, yeah, subscribe, like, and subscribe to both. Leave a review. It helps It helps it grow. So Yeah, yeah share sure with your friends. That. It puts us out into the algorithm mm-hmm. if you share us. Um, so, yeah, but right. uh, should we just... All right, let's dive in. Let's go. Nice little 14 game slate here, as I said earlier. Um, should we just go in order? How yep. we have? You want me? To, uh, we'll start off with records real quick. Um, mm. I went nine and five this past week. Chad went seven and seven. Hey, didn't go negative. Seven and seven with some very questionable losses, but we'll get into those right. here shortly. Go ahead and go through your slate. My slate. All right. So my seven wins. I was correct about the Tennessee game the Mississippi State-Arkansas game, the Red River rivalry, uh, Oklahoma State, uh, they covered 9.5, uh, UCLA, they covered and won, um, Boise beat Fresno State pretty handily, Michigan um, Michigan did not cover, yep. so that was a dub in that sense. So those <laughs> are my seven. Uh, my seven losses, uh, I said KU was going to cover their spread, they unfortunately did not. Uh, I said Maryland was going to cover, and we'll, we'll talk about that yep. game. Uh, I said I had Duke, uh, BYU, K-State, and then for the Friday games, I had Memphis and UNLV, and I lost on all of those. All right, I'll just run through mine. I'll have them separate wins and losses. I had lost, uh, I had lost the Houston-Memphis game, B- BS, I might say, but we'll, we'll dive into that one. Uh, UNLV at San Jose State, I got that one. As a dub, uh, Tennessee LSU dub, TCU at Kansas loss. Um, since we were going off of a six and a half point spread, just so the listeners know, we at the time it was six and a half, so we got that one as a loss. Um, Arkansas Mississippi State win, Texas Oklahoma win, Purdue at Maryland win. <laughs> um, <laughs> Texas Tech at Oklahoma State win, uh, barely. Uh, Utah UCLA. I said UCLA minus three and a, or sorry, yeah UCLA plus three and a half. That was a win. Um, Duke at Georgia Tech. That was a loss. Yep, Duke, Duke just let me down. That was my. It would have been my lock, but <laughs> oh whoopsie. Uh, BYU at Notre Dame loss. Fresno Boise win and Kansas State at Iowa State. Kansas State did not cover, but they covered the two and two points, so that's a loss. And then Michigan, Indiana, I had Indiana 22 and a half, and so they barely got it. So that was a win. All right. That was our records. We're going to move into the Friday night games of the week. We'll talk about San Jose State first real quick. Um, San Jose State just won 
outright. It was a bloodbath. That was a. They're a very good football team. <laughs> I, for a Mountain West standard, I might add. I will give yeah. them their props. Their quarterback's very good. I really quarterback like is quarterback. electric. Um, they, their defense is solid. UNLV is still number two in the West Division of the Mountain West. So, um, at San Jose State takes a firm lead over the, the West Division. They're most likely going to go on and win that division as long as they stay healthy and everything. Probably pretty handily. So yeah, I think I think they're going to win all the, all their Mountain West games. I don't know if they have any non com uh, non conference games remaining, so I'd have to look at their schedule to do that. But um, yeah, I think San Jose State's going to go ahead and be playing the winner of the Mountain Division here. Just probably going to be Boise State. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> we'll cover the Houston game, and then I'll give a little, real quick Mountain West breakdown real quick. So I, I, I went into it. I went into what was going to take shape in the Mountain West. But we'll talk about the Houston game real quick. Uh, Houston traveled to Memphis. Um, did you have any comments on the San Jose State game real quick? I, no, I was did, just, You took I UNLV, was, correct? I was dead wrong, yeah. You took UNLV, yeah. <laughs> I liked what I saw from the That's Rebels before <laughs> that game. Now I do not like what I see from yeah. the Rebels. So, so long, <laughs> University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Hello, San Jose State <laughs> University Spartans. Um, so, Houston at Memphis. We changed the channel on this game to the San Jose State game because <laughs> we thought that Memphis had in the bag. There is, I think, four minutes to go. And the score was what, 32-19? 32-19. Yeah, and with four minutes to go. So we changed the channel. And then you got an update in your phone, and we had to change it back to the Houston game because Houston it was right after they recovered the onside kick. And all I gotta say is fuck Houston. Like I, I'm I'm done betting for or against Houston. I won't touch them the rest of the year, most likely, because they're the most inconsistent team inside of a game. Does that make yeah. sense? Like no, I mean, um, for, well. So I think we just need to take a second to appreciate just how brain dead that Memphis's coaching staff may be. All right, you have okay. So first, we'll get into blowing the lead. Well, we didn't see how they choked it because we changed the channel, so we don't even know how they choked. They it. choked it because they gave up two long fourth and longs. I saw after because you know I had to go back and look. But Memphis gets the ball back. It's thirty-three, thirty-two. They've got what twenty, thirty seconds left, and uh, one timeout. Certainly doable for an offense that was moving the ball at will all day. I mean, outside the Chiefs, it's very hard to do that, uh, to be fair. To be I mean, fair, to get, but they could have gotten into field goal range, is my point. I, I get you, but like to be fair, the game was lost before that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. but you have, let's see, they, they throw it between the hashes. A little time runs down. They get a first down. They're, uh, they're running... To, uh, to spike the ball. Their well, entire no team is set. No time off the clock at that point. Yeah, they, I know. They were set up to spike the ball, and then they called the timeout. Yeah, their coach called the timeout, was wasted their timeout, and I was literally thinking, oh my gosh, what if they get sacked here? What do you know? They got sacked and lost the game. So Memphis... I agree. Uh, if two seconds ran off that clock, you call timeout to save it. But No time had run off. They're no all set up. They're, they're ready uh, to go. Memphis, you suck. Houston, you also suck. Both of you can... Memphis, no I believe, is third or fourth die. in the American, so they can still regain as long as they went out. But I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I, mean, I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the Friday night games. I'm going to move into a little bit of Mountain West Conference talk real quick. So um, San Jose, like I said, takes control of the West. Um, they're in their des- the, their destiny is in their own hands, for to say. Hopefully they stay healthy. Um, their quarterback looked phenomenal. 
Um, the new facility layout that they have under construction looks actually cool. looks sick. Yeah, looks pretty cool. They got a nice little beer garden in coming, yeah. up, so that'll be cool. I, that would be fun. Um, so over in the mountain, the Mountain West Division, who do you think are the top two teams right now? Like in the Mountain Division? In the Mountain, yeah, Mountain Mountain Division. Uh, according to their standings, I should say. According to their standings, who who do you think? Because I know you didn't look at them. Because I wanted to bring this up to you on the podcast. Boise. All right, that, they are number one. Who's number two? <laughs> uh, they're one and zero in. Mountain West Conference play. What are you? No, they're not in Mountain West. Oops, in, I, don't know. I don't know who the second one is. <laughs> Colorado State. Oh, you're right. They one they and beat four. Nevada. They beat Nevada <laughs> on the last second field goal. Their quarterback went what seven for fourteen in an interception or something like that. Yeah, he's terrible. He's bad. But they they scraped out a last second field goal against Nevada because of their their wide receiver uh-huh. number fourteen. Don't know his name. Stud. <laughs> Um, the kicker had to kick the ball four times due to timeouts and such and a penalty because remember he kicked it and missed it, but there yeah. was like an offsides or something. No, 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 no. There was running into the kicker. There was a running into the and kicker. And the slowest he fall missed, of all time. He missed the, the kick. Someone grazed his ankle, and so he fell, got a five-yard penalty, went to re-kick, kicked it, but there was a timeout called. He made that one, and then he, he went to kick it again and made it and won the game. And then they got trash thrown at them. Yeah. By Nevada fans. Stay classy, <laughs> Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right now, Boise's number one. Uh, Colorado State, number two in the Mountain Division. <laughs> it's really shaken up. Uh, I'll get into Boise real quick, just because I did want to talk about them, and I don't have it on my list on, that we are talking about them. So, um, Boise looks good. Uh, their quarterback looks like an average an average Joe college quarterback. Uh, <laughs> He, he, he had pretty good completion rating. He had one touchdown, one interception. I think he ran for a touchdown at the very end. They covered. Um, I like Boise. I, th- I think Boise will win out the Mountain Division. The Mountain Division is really bad. Um, Air Force looks like their only competition. They lost to Utah State this past week. So I think I got Boise winning it. Boise had their first. This is uh, They had their first ever. They had. The past two games, they had two 100-plus rushing yard rushers. They had two guys that ran for more than 100. I think it's a 150, actually. I think it's 150. They had two guys that ran for 150 yards in the, each of their past two games. That's how much they're running the ball because they lost Hank Bachmeyer, and I love it. Good old Marty Ball. They're just running <laughs> it down people's throats. I love it. <laughs> so, shouts out to Boise. Um uh, I think it's more really likely we're going to see a Boise and San Jose State uh, championship game. I, I'll probably take San Jose State to win that game. Um, they just look really they, – they, they make They're all sharp. the big plays. They look really good. Their defense looks good. So I, I like San Jose State to win the Mountain West come this November. Pending, this is obviously very early. This is way too soon to be making predictions yeah. like this. But <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I, I love covering the Mountain West. It's such an electric conference. Um we're going to move um, into Big 12 um, newcomers. So, Cincy, BYU, Houston, UCF. They're all joining the conference next year. Um, Cincy, this past week, won 28-24 versus USF. <laughs> they were a 27-point favorite. Comments on Cincy, Chad? Well, you know, I didn't watch this game. I didn't either. But I did see you. We saw USF earlier in the year almost beat uh, Florida, I believe. Um, and then, I mean, you know, they got waxed in their next game, and then now they come out and play Cincy close. So, 
Cincy, uh, I don't know. They're not as impressive as they have been in years past. I think I this is think. definitely rebuilding year for Cincy. Um, I watched the Arkansas-Cincy game, which is a good kind of gauge and see where Cincy's program's at. I mean, I understand it was like the first game of the year for Cincy, or like one of their first two games, but Cincy's just not as good as they once were with Cameron Ritter, correct, or Ryder? Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Camps, my bad. Desmond, <laughs> Desmond Ritter. Um, just lacking Desmond Ritter, I, their, their offense just looks stagnant at times, and I I just don't really like them that much. I don't, I don't, I actually don't have them to win the American. I have a, one of these other teams I'm gonna t- we're going to talk about here in a little bit. We'll, we'll move to BYU real quick. BYU, um, I have can't win outside Provo. I watched the BYU-Notre Dame game. Um, they first play from scrimmage BYU ran was an interception. <laughs> they put up a stat, and the, the announcers were talking about how Jaron Hall had only thrown six interceptions in his career. Jinx. And he goes out and throws an interception as they're <laughs> talking about it. It's hilarious. And The classic commentator yes. curse. And I'm going to get into that in the K-State game. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I – BYU, I still think when they join the Big 12, they're going to be like an 8-4, and 7-5, 6-6 team most years. Um, I mean, I could see them making a run, but I think their recruiting is a little limited. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> so, but I think the night games in Provo, those are for sure BYU wins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any night game in Provo is Great atmosphere. Great atmosphere. I love, I, they're probably one of my favorite college campuses to look at. Don't know if I'd ever go there because I don't know if nope, they sell alcohol. Don't want to go there. They don't. <laughs> they, they don't? Do no. <laughs> that stinks. But <laughs> the, uh, the students I saw, yep. this guy, when, you know how people walk around on campuses and interview the students? He said, would you rather drink coffee or cooking oil? And half of them said cooking oil because drinking coffee is a sin in, in Mormon land. <laughs> sad. Such a sad place. Um, I actually really like BYU. One with all due respect to Mormons. One of my of first course. online dynasties was BYU, and I've been fascinated with their culture ever since. So I, I love watching and learning about their culture. So uh, moving on to Houston. All of my, the only note I have written down for Houston is I hate Houston. I can't wait for them to join the Big 12. So I was going to say, come be our doormat. Please. Everyone can beat them up. I do not like Houston. I hate Houston. Yep. I hate them in basketball. I hate them in football. Can't stand them. Terrible school. They're, I will say this. I was watching the Memphis game. They look like they are done. Like It looked like... Oh, yeah. They, they it's made so an strange electric stop. How... They made an electric stop on third or fourth down. And none and of everybody the players... Just stood there. Everyone, everyone just kind of walked around. Like... Nobody even like cares. I, I said it in the, the during game. the game. Yeah, I said this yes, is a did. dead team. No, like they don't did. care. <laughs> you did because like when you said, it, I was like, man, you're right. Like <laughs> I don't know what they engineer to to possibly get going in that game, but I, all I know is it, it really made me angry. <laughs> so especially because uh, I hate Dana Holgerson too. Yeah, Dana Holgerson, his hair ugh, looks like a mop. ratty. Looks like a mop. <laughs> it, um, it's like off-brand Mike Gundy. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Moving on to the final team, UCF. Um, so I know I have is better than Cincy right now. I think that they play each other. I think in two or three weeks, and I think UCF. I'm going to hammer that spread. I cannot wait for that matchup. Um, UCF. They mostly run the ball. Gus Malzahn's the coach. I have mixed feelings about Gus Malzahn <laughs> being the coach of UCF. Um, it's such a weird hire. It is a weird hire. <laughs> um, so I I like UCF. Uh, I think they're they're. They had to kind of, I, I, you know what I mean? They used to be really good, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Blake Bortles and... Uh, uh, what year did they claim themselves national champions? I don't know, 2017? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was like 2017. Um, Bortles, the boat. Happy retirement, by the way. Blake. Yes. 
Happy retirement. Um, I say as if I know Blake Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I they like to run the ball. However, against SMU, they passed it for a lot. So I think their passing game's getting going. I I think they win the American outright. Um, I think they're gonna. I think they have one loss right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're gonna. They might drop an American game, but I think they're gonna be uh, ten and two by the end of the season. And maybe getting into a BCS, I don't know if that gets you into the BCS. Yeah. Maybe just outside, maybe like probably that. outside. Uh, you what? mean New Year's Six Bowl, not BCS? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Uh, well, <laughs> n- not not a playoff spot is what I'm yeah. <laughs> insinuating. Like just outside the playoffs. So, yeah, I think UCF's good. Um, we'll see when that game comes. Um, SMU, not not a newcomer, but they really let me down against U- UCF. I had money on SMU, and I was. Incorrect. I really like SMU's quarterback, Mordecai, but that's besides the point. So, we'll move on to the Big 12 slate. So, those are the newcomers. We're moving on to the Big 12. We'll go in order. We'll start with Kansas and TCU. <sighs> Chad, I'll, I'll ha- I will give the floor to you so you can start ranting. Uh, well, you know, it's – um, I mean, TCU's a great great football team. They're, they're, they're legit. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. However, it sucks – and it hurts because I feel like Kansas had every single opportunity to win this game with Jason Bean at quarterback, not even Jalen Daniels, who did struggle early, I will say that, so who knows how that would have gone. Jason Bean came in, great job. Uh, big shouts out to Mason Fairchild, our buddy from high school, Lugnut, we love you. Um, Mason was electric. Some he, big he plays. He put that offense on the Big back plays. Really he really provided a spark to the offense. He's a great tight end. Big boy, 6'5", 260, great athlete. Um, but moving on from that, you know, just a lot of opportunities for KU to win this game. Um, and that is even without the controversial, to say the least, calls at the end of the game. Um, Jason Bean probably threw one of the worst interceptions that I've seen at any level, for that for that matter. And he did throw some absolute darts. <laughs> or darts. Um which is weird, but <laughs> Jason Bean played a good game. Uh, I think that Kansas was probably the better team on Saturday. It just shot ourselves in the foot with stupid mistakes, stupid penalties, bad turnovers, the Jalen Daniels fumble on the goal line, the Jason Bean literally handing TCU the ball, um, and then, um, of course, the overthrow at the end of the game of Devin Neal, who had probably 20 yards of open space to run into. Um, but regardless, I thought Kansas, they played a good game. They didn't move in the polls at all, which I thought was very deserving. Um, I, I mean, we'll talk about this in our next episode, but you know, I, I like them against OU, uh, mm-hmm. OU, um, that's a nice segue into the Red River, River, uh, I want to give my spell in Kansas real right. quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> so TCU coming in, I was really skeptical that they were going to be a real team. I actually really, I said in the last podcast, I would not be surprised if they just shit the bed. You know what I mean? Like I would, I would not have been surprised if they just came in and laid a goose egg against KU, but that they look real. Um, we will see next week. Um, TCU, uh, Oklahoma State at TCU. Who? What line do you think that is right now? Oh, I feel like I saw it earlier. Like I don't know. It's probably like five and a half, six and a half. Who's favored? Probably Oklahoma State. TCU is favored three and a half. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I might hammer that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I do think, think TCU is a real team. I think their offense is good. Their defense looked kind of lost at times. Um, going to Jalen Daniels real quick. Uh, 
he did not look very good in the first whenever he was in the game. Does that make sense? I think no, I, Bean I, I, came in and played what Jalen Daniels he I think he made up, if not did better than what Jalen Daniels would have done if Jalen Daniels was in the game. Well, I think Daniels was starting to get going a little bit. He was starting to play more in the flow of the offense, and then he he uh, he has an AC separation in his shoulder now. So how, how long is he out for? Uh, well, I'm not a doctor, but I did Google it, and you can be out from two to twelve le- weeks depending on the severity of okay. the separation. Okay. It's basically just a shoulder separation. Jesus. All right. Well. Prayers out to Jalen Daniels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's Bean time, and I Bean trust time. Jason Bean after that performance. When Jalen Daniels comes back and Bean holds down the fort, let's say he goes 500, okay? You guys have a tough schedule coming up, so it's going to be hard to go you know, 500 over the next four games anyway. I don't have KU's schedule in front of me, but... I, I memorized it. Okay. It's mm-hmm. OU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and then either Texas Tech or Texas. I think it's tech. So let's Texas. say you go 500 in those games. Um, do you th- like? Do you think you keep being in there? Or do you replace some Jalen Daniels? See, and that's that's why I'm not Lance Leipold. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think you just have. If Jalen was in there, do you think you go 500? Probably. Or like over 500. I think either way. I think this team is good enough to go 500 in those games. I think OU's. I'm gonna. I will. I never thought I would say this in a million years, but I'm. Probably going to chalk KU up as a dub against OU. <laughs> um, Baylor's kind of a toss-up for me. We're going to lose to Oklahoma State. And then Tech is... I like our D-line against Tech's O-line, so... Um, but I guess they said that about Oklahoma State, too, and that was close. So that might also yeah. be a toss-up. Could go 3-1, and one, could go 2-2, two and two, could go 1-3. and three. Probably depends on how the ball bounces. I like Bean. I think he's going he's gonna to give... I mean, obviously, like the announcer said it, that... He's inconsistent on some throws, and I agree. Like, there's just some throws that he should have hit there, but he didn't. But I think overall he made up for what, um, you know, losing Jalen Daniels. Mm-hmm. I liked sense. his reads a lot more on the option plays than what, what Jalen was doing. Jalen was – his reads were not good in yeah. that first quarter, for sure. Um, and Bean is the fastest guy on the entire roster, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does bring that element of just – you can just run with your quarterback. And they showed it a few times there um, in that TCU game. He had a few just quarterback-designed runs. It took for 10, 15 yards without even breaking a sweat, you know? Um, so I do like Jason Bean. As long as he can be more consistent through the air, I think KU's got a pretty good shot. And like I said, they have the talent. They have the coaching to uh, piece together at least two wins over this stretch, I think. so. What do you think the spread is for Kansas OU? Do you know what it is? Oh, I looked at it's um it's seven in favor of OU. Yep, OU minus seven, which is you easy. all need to hammer that KU spread. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, this is a good like you said, it's a good segue to the Red River Shootout. Um, Texas forty nine, OU zero. Texas is good. <laughs> Quinn Ewers with is good. Quinn Ewers at quarterback. Texas may be one of the best teams hope, in the country. I hope I think someone they can get one loss. Or beat Texas once because <laughs> otherwise I don't think K State's gonna. Uh, I don't think with, K State's with Kent, Texas. With, Qu- with Qu- Quinn Ewers, Texas beats Alabama. We're lucky Texas Tech beat them. <laughs> yeah, and they they probably without, they without probably they probably steamroll Texas Tech. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably yeah. undefeated if they have Quinn Ewers yeah, all season. I agree. I agree. Quinn um, Ewers is impressive. They are a legit team. They are very good outside of Oklahoma State. They are the best team in the Big Twelve by far. I Dang. think. I, I would say with a healthy Quinn Ewers, they're better than Oklahoma State. And, well, I have, have we also play, don't know. You know? <laughs> and OU's just really that bad. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because 
TCU beat OU handedly. K-State, you know, got the upset in Norman. Um, and then they go on and get slaughtered by Texas and the Red River. And OU did nothing. OU literally did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, a, a couple. Booty did couple <laughs> I wish they would played General Booty. Um, oh, he didn't play? No, he didn't. I oh, think he might have gotten in and saying that. I, thought, I don't I thought know. I didn't watch the game. My because I, well, I was going to tune in, and I saw it was 28 to nothing yeah. already. I was like, yeah, I'm not watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's it's weird having Oklahoma be the worst team in the Big 12 right now. Right now. Now, this, I was going to say, this KU game coming up, this is the seg- This is the, the turning point of their season. Are they going to wake up against KU, or are they going to roll over and be a doormat for the rest of the season? I I want OU to be decent because I like Brent Vanables, but that's kind of mostly just like going into the SEC. I hope they're decent. Um, not like in the Big 12 because I don't want other teams to win. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my stance on that. Uh, we'll go ahead and move into the Oklahoma State-Texas Tech game. Um, Sanders, Oklahoma State's quarterback, less than 50% pass completion. Are you worried about Spencer Sanders? Not really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean, think he's a great quarterback. But he's, he's a gunslinger. He's like, fine enough for that team to be good. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that game. Their defense I mean, struggled. Yeah. I watched this game. Their defense really struggled, but they made plays when it mattered. Um, they kept Texas Tech. They had a late cover. Um, they scored a touchdown with like two minutes to go. So, shouts out to Oklahoma State for making sure to cover the spread. Um, we both had Oklahoma State at 9.5, so that was nice. Um, defense struggled, like I said. Um, I, f- I feel like the TCU, you could say the same about that. Defense struggled, but made stops when it counts. Yeah. So, that's why it's going to be a very interesting game next week with TCU. Also, with Texas Tech, I forgot to mention this. Um, Texas Tech started a new quarterback um, outside of uh, their last guy. Donald Smith. Yeah, they started a new guy. I don't know his name. I'm sorry, but he um, he played he played really good in the first half and then struggled in the second yeah. half. It's not Texas Tech does not have a quarterback issue. They have an offensive line issue. Their line is terrible. Their line is the <laughs> worst offensive line I've ever seen. It is almost as bad as the Rams. Like that's how bad it is. <laughs> it is it is terrible. <laughs> so I don't I I'm gonna pull up how many sacks they have. Chad, give me your spiel on Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Um, so that game did not go the way that I thought it would go. I thought Oklahoma State was just going to run rampant from kickoff. Um, obviously, they ended up covering, but it was in like the last two minutes. You know? I kind of figured Texas Tech was going to give them some problems because Texas Tech is not a bad team. They're just like, if they can't hold the offensive line, they're in trouble. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It just feels like every year, Tech, they have a decent team. But there's always one fatal mm-hmm. flaw. When it was when Mahomes was there, it was the defense. Defense couldn't <laughs> stop a leaky faucet, you know. Yeah. Um, and now it's this offensive line. Uh, Beren Morton. That, that was that's who played. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the second half. He went half. 39 for 62, 379 pass yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. QBR of 71.4. Well, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's go to defensive real quick for Oklahoma State. Four sacks. So I guess it's not as bad as I thought, but he was being but rushed. But still, you he know. Was being, if you watched it, he was being rushed like crazy. Like, he did not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no quarterback's going to have great success behind that offensive that line. That offensive line. Like, it's not a court. It's not, I really don't feel like it's a quarterback issue. It's a, It's an offensive line issue. Granted, this uh, um, quarterback did look better than the, the one that played against Donovan K-State. Smith. So I, you know, kudos to him for having a decent game. They had some 
pretty cool. Uh, they had a really good opening drive, and then they had that onside kick. Did you see the onside kick that Texas Tech did? Um, no. Texas Tech did an onside kick and then recovered the onside kick, but before the receiver, um, the closest guy called a fair catch because it was a high-bounced kick, so he called a fair catch. And then Texas Tech, of course, plowed into him because it's an onside yeah. kick and got the ball. So it was fair catch interference, and of course they got a 15-yard penalty and went on to score that drive. <laughs> so That's how we cover that Oklahoma State. <laughs> um, no, that was, in, that was in the first quarter. That was in the first quarter. <laughs> That's how we cover. <laughs> so, all right. Um, moving on. Uh, do you have anything else on Oklahoma State? Nope. All right. Sounds good. Uh, moving on to Kansas State at ISU. Do you mind if I rant? Go ahead. All right. So... <laughs> That game could have just as easily been like a first half. So first half it ended seven to six. It could have just as easily been fourteen to six as it could have been K State down fourteen to zero. Like K State did not play good, but at the same time I said last week Martinez was gonna have to throw the ball against the team and he did. Like and so that's why I really like AJ Martinez. I've been on AJ Martinez like since day one. I stuck with him even after the loss against Tulane, and I. He made the plays that he needed to make. He got that, you know, that big touchdown mm-hmm. down this uh, with uh, Kansas State receiver number eight, who was not not Malik Knowles. And then he had Malik Knowles on that bomb down the field, and then Malik Knowles fumbles the ball out of the end zone. And I was infuriated by that. And he would have been on my shit list this week. I would have brought it up and I would have roasted Malik Knowles. But he made good plays. He he kept his head up and made good plays on the stretch. He caught a bunch of out routes and curl routes, and he. he Malik Knowles is the reason why they were able to get that field goal late in the game. So, um, shouts out to Malik Knowles for coming back after that. That was a horrible play where he fumbled out of the end zone. He was on the 60-yard reception, and he gets down to the one-yard line and lets a guy come up behind him and pop the ball loose. I was infuriated by that. <laughs> but um, K-State was lined up to field goal, um, and the announcer was like, this K-State quarterback's hit seven straight field goal, and he would go on to miss the field goal. So... Screw announcer jinx. I'm going to yeah. say that right now. Announcers, whenever there's a field goal kicker out there, do not say anything. Just remain dead silent. I don't yeah. need your commentary. <laughs> it's a stressful time. K-State's kicker is uh, okay. Like, he can make field goals. But if you watch him kick, it's like a knuckleball, man. It's like a rocket off his foot, and then it just, like, curls around and stuff. It's it's infuriating. <laughs> As a, a K-State fan, we've had great kickers in the past, and it's just, like, it's infuriating watching him kick. But he's all right. Like, you know, he's just inconsistent. Um, I also felt like nothing went K-State's way this way. Like, not like officiating or anything. I just felt like we struggled uh, in general. But we, we got the dub. We, they, they found the way to win, and that's like K-State football. <laughs> the time of possession at half was um, K-State 12 minutes, TC or sorry, Iowa State 18 minutes. And so Iowa State was doing what K-State normally does to teams, while just hogging the ball. So, and then of course, the second half just shifted. I don't have the exact number, but K-State was able to hold on to the ball more, and that's what was really the difference in the game. So I feel like Iowa State was just a bad matchup for Kansas State, in my opinion. But they found a way to win. That's that's like how you got it. And I also have this last quote: "Good teams cover. Great teams cover the spread. K State's a good team. <laughs> good teams win. Great teams cover oh, the spread." Oh, my apologies. It's okay. All right, all right. Good teams win. Great teams cover the spread. And K State uh, is a good, good team. team. They're a good team. Couldn't cover. Minus one and a half on game day. I feel like every week K State's going to play to their opponent. I feel like that's yeah, just how it's going to no, be. Yeah, no, that's just how that's the team they are for sure. <laughs> Do you have any comments? Sorry, I kind of went a no, little. No, I mean there. it's a classic. You know, it's a good Farmageddon game. 
best rivalry name in sports. Also, Farmageddon. They need a trophy. They need like some they sort of like, like like a tractor or something. Well, I would, or like that would be really know? cool. I was thinking like a what's the thing on Thanksgiving that's like a horn. Oh, uh, the cornucopia. Yes, the cornucopia. They need a cornucopia. That'd be like a golden oh, yeah, cornucopia with good. like actual wheat and like corn spilling out of it. I think that'd be really cool. Hey, pitch it to him. Pitch it to him. Hey, Big Twelve Commissioner, listen up. Bob Bowles. <laughs> cornucopia. Cornucopia. Um, <laughs> do you have any other thoughts on it? No, I I only tuned in for a little bit because yes. I was at work, but um, it just looked like a pretty ugly game. Uh, fun fact about Iowa State is that they have given up 24 points over the last two weeks combined, and they are 0-2 against the state of Kansas. So, I was really upset that the kicker made three field goals oh, against yes. Kansas State after he missed and, three uh, field goals. And Jace Gilbert, their freshman kicker, went <laughs> one for four against KU, uh, and he went three for three against K-State. He had all of Iowa State's points. So a nice bounce back week four. He had four. a 42-yarder. Yeah, and he missed like 30 yards. <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Uh, but, you know, we, uh, I always feel bad when a kicker, especially a freshman kicker, just absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, craps the bed. And, um, yeah, he played good. <laughs> he played good. He had Iowa State's only nine points. Um, I was surprised Iowa State was not able to move the balls. I mean, you watched it, they were able to move the ball. They just, like, would struggle on, like, one series and then, or, like, one, you know, set of downs. Yeah. And that was it. So. Yeah, that's what I have to say about Iowa State. Hutchinson is amazing. Just double team Hutchinson. Yeah. Xavier Hutchinson, yeah. he is main. He's their main target. Uh, he torched KU, torched K State. He's probably going to torch a lot more teams. <laughs> Keep an eye out for him. Um, so yeah, we can uh, all right leave it there. Next up, we got Purdue and Maryland. It was a Big Ten game. Oh. Uh, what was the final score? Was it thirty-one twenty-nine? Thirty-one to twenty-nine. Purdue won. They got me the cover and everything. So good job, Purdue. Chad, I'll open it up to you. O'Connell played good. He had a couple fumbles and interceptions, but overall I think he played good. Maryland played pretty damn good football game. The defense forced turnovers when they needed to. But they the, this is one thing I did have to say about Maryland real quick. They did not they did not capitalize off of any of those turnovers. Oh yeah, no, they didn't, for sure. Um, and you have to capitalize off those turnovers. That's yeah. like twenty eight I think they had four turnovers. That's 28 points. You That's an extra goal. four possessions. You have to at least get a field goal on those, you know, at least and score on two. You have to take advantage of turnovers, and Maryland didn't, and that's why they're four and two now. And I have to sit here and say that I was an idiot for saying that Maryland would have one loss going into the Ohio State game. <laughs> However, I will also point to the extra point attempt late in the in in the second half. It was 24 to 23. Maryland had just scored. I think it was seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Seven Something 40, like that. It was like seven minutes, 40 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. And uh, Purdue, just a blatant offsides. And he, he gets through and he blocks the kick. No call, of course. Maryland or Purdue comes down, scores. Now it's 31-23 with a there minute. There was a call. Uh, Purdue lateraled the ball forward after the kick, so they got flagged for that. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um <laughs> Uh, but um, oh, thirty-one twenty-three, about a minute to go. Maryland drives down the field, scores. There's thirty seconds to go. Or no, you're right. There was a minute thirty. Sorry, but they scored um, with thirty. Or, scored with like yeah, twenty thirty seconds to go. Uh, and now they have to go for two because it's yeah. thirty-one to twenty-nine. And on this two-point conversion, <laughs> there's a penalty called ineligible man on the field. So. The two-point conversion comes back. They have to run it again. Obviously, they don't get it. Are you, are you mad about that call at all? Or did you see it? 
Uh, I saw it. The guy was there was an offensive lineman that went halfway into the end zone because they're yeah. doing an RPO. Right. So it's just like it's something that what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. But um, unfortunately, Maryland, you were good, not good enough. And now I have to sit here and say that I was a fool for believing in you. But you know what? Depending on your matchup this week, maybe maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe I'll keep believing in you. I actually agree that that guy was offsides. Like, I'm not going to fight you on that. But there's also, like, Maryland, like I said, they missed – they had four turnovers that game, and they were not able to capitalize. Oh, no, I mean, it's the same thing. Maryland should have won the game. uh, You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same thing as in, you know, kind of a KU game. Sure, questionable call. By the referee crew to not call the. Don't uh, be in that situation. That's yeah, what I'm saying. exactly. No, Kansas should not have been in that situation. They should have already had 38 points because of the Jalen Daniels fumble, and they shouldn't have been in that situation anyway. Neither should Maryland. They should have already been up. So, mm. yep. fair enough. Fair play, Purdue. I guess. Purdue's two and zero in October. That's all I'm gonna end on. Ooh, fun stat. Two and zero in October. Go Purdue. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna move into. Our look ahead for next week. So there's going to be lots of games on. There's a MAC game on Wednesday. I think there's a Big 12 game on Thursday, and I believe that there's a another one on Friday. So there, it's kind of going to be an early week this week. Um, we're going to be having a pod on Wednesday or releasing on Wednesday. So look out for that. Uh, let me get the official schedule here real quick. I had it pulled up. All right. So on. Wednesday, Louisiana at Marshall. Not betting that game. Don't nope. care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thursday, October 13th, Baylor at West Virginia. Do you have any initial first thoughts? I'm not talking about spread here. I do have Baylor minus three and a half. But oh. This is just initial thoughts. You don't have to make a, like an official pick. I mean, my initial thoughts are that West Virginia is not a very good football team. I like their quarterback, though. But I mean, JT I, I, Daniels is fine. Neil Brown's not a very good coach. Yeah, I, I, I do um, think that's a Baylor 24-10 game. You know what I mean? Baylor's, Baylor, I'm not very impressed by Baylor Sharpen, either. Sharpen looks horrible. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not big on him either. Uh, I think he's a very prominent weak link to their team. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I'm still probably going to take the Baylor spread. <laughs> I mean, if it's three and a half, West Virginia's... I mean, I know they're coming off a bye, but... They're not very good. I agree. Um, Temple at UCF. UCF is a 24-point favorite. Temple's bad. Temple's real bad. Temple's bad. But, I don't know if I want to touch that game because I don't know. I haven't seen UCF enough, but I do know Temple is bad. So I'm going to mark it. I don't know if I'll bet on it just quite yet. I, I kind of want to start betting on every Big 12 team and Big 12 newcomers just to get a feel you know, of mm-hmm. them. That way I have an advantage next year. But... Um, I would probably do Temple plus 24 right now just because UCF, they're a running team. Like, they were favored by 28 versus Georgia Tech back when Georgia Tech was bad. And um, remember those days. Yeah, like Um, three weeks ago. um, (laughs) And UCF didn't cover it. They won by 17. So I feel like that's going to be a very similar thing with Temple. Um, That's my thoughts on that. Um, Friday, we have the Navy Midshipmen at SMU. Um, My Mustangs. Mordecai is still at quarterback, so I might be betting on him. It is right now SMU minus 12. Navy's not very – well, the past Navy's couple of years. Navy's Navy, on a down year. They're on a downtrend. <laughs> Navy has not been good for a few years now. It makes me sad because mm-hmm. I used to be a, a Navy football fan when they had Keenan Reynolds. Um, big shouts to Keenan, your dog. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, Navy's not very good. Yeah. I just haven't seen SMU enough. Uh, would you be confident betting that spread? In yes, favor I think of SMU? SMU wins by 14. Okay, then, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> UTSA at Florida Atlantic. Oh. Minus 33 points. Oh. UTSA. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't going to be that big because UTSA is good and FAU is not. I was hoping it was going to be like 23. I'm going to have to look into UTSA before I hit that 33, but uh, right now I'm leaning FIU, uh, which. Is it FAU or FIU? FIU. Florida, oh, FIU is even worse than FAU. <laughs> Florida International University. FIU is one of the worst teams in the country. <laughs> uh, UTSA is a very good FIU team. FIU does have two wins. Against. I don't know who. They are against schools that do not exist <laughs> in the plane of this realm. I'm right. pretty sure. Moving to Saturday, uh, KU, KU and OU. OU minus seven. We already kind of talked about. Do you want to make another comment on it? Or? <laughs> how, how full do you think the OU stands will be? Probably pretty full still. <laughs> really? Okay. I think Good they're famous. like a Nebraska kind of fan base where no matter how bad they <laughs> are, they just show that. up. Yeah. So here's here's FIU's two wins this year. All right. Um, where does it start? They have a one-point win over Bryant University, 38-37. And Is then, that an FCS school? Probably. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I, I think they're a D1, but they, I think they are an FCS school. I think they're FCS. So, um, and then they have a 14-point win over in New Mexico State, which they followed up with a 21-point loss against UConn. And they lost against Western Kentucky 73-0, to and I happen to think UTSA is much better than Western Kentucky. <laughs> really? Okay. All right. Um, we'll move on to... Uh, we already talked about KU. Um, Iowa State and Texas. This is in Austin. Texas minus 14 and a half. Well, I mean, Iowa State's defense is so salty, but now that I have. Uh, I might take that just because of the defense. I think Iowa State does lose by uh, two, two possessions, whether it's 10 or 14. Yeah. But even with 14, you still get the, the cover. Yeah. Yeah, Texas. I mean, this will be a great kind of um, gauge reality, on Texas. Reality check, I would say. Um, because. Iowa State has played Texas would a have very to win good that game handedly for me to be like okay yeah but um, if, you know it's another one possession Texas beats Iowa State seventeen to ten I'd be like oh Texas but is. but to be fair I think Iowa State's defense is legit they held KU to fourteen points and KU followed it up with thirty one points when they probably should have had even more um, and then K State you know I mean. They're a pretty decent offense, I'd say, at least yep. running the ball. Iowa State shut them down. Bijan Robinson might have himself a tough day against Iowa State. I agree. I think Texas is going to – I think the – I'll bet the first half under. That's what I'd do. Okay. I think Texas gets through um, – obviously, this is an official pick, but um, I think Texas would scrap one out in the second half. Uh, moving forward, this is a big one. Oklahoma State at TCU. TCU's favored by four right now. I would hammer that Oklahoma State spread. Yeah. Just because I'm a big Oklahoma State stan. Uh, don't call me a fan. I just, uh, you know, I think Oklahoma State's good. I don't think many people talk about uh, that bit, how consistent they are. Every year they're, they're running that pistol, throwing interceptions, <laughs> throwing touchdowns, running touchdowns. I, going, I, going nine and three, two and ten. It's like <laughs> Gunslinger University off brand. <laughs> Something like that. Because Texas Tech is Gunslinger University. But, um, yeah, I, li- I like Gundy in that situation. Sonny Dykes, uh, you know, the only thing about Sonny Dykes is that this is his first year coaching the Big 12. Like, in the American, there's going to be weeks that you play fucking 
Navy. <laughs> ECU. <laughs> ECU. ECU's decent this year, but... Uh, <laughs> Tulsa. <laughs> I mean, ECU's still below average, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to say? I think if this is in Stillwater, um, Oklahoma State would be flavored. That's my opinion. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think... Like I said earlier, TCU's a pretty good team. Max Dogan, he can throw the ball. Um, I said Oklahoma State's going to win the Big 12. I mean, that was obviously before Texas beat OU by that much. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with the Cowboys for another week. I'll probably take Oklahoma State that game. Um, Big 12 newcomer, BYU. They have Arkansas at home. It's at 2.30, so the sun will still be up. Oh. So that's a big, that is a big play. I, will... I still like BYU and Provo, though. What else do the Mormons have to do on a Saturday that's afternoon? True. That's true. Um, oh, I'm going to think about that one. BYU's favored minus three. Um, Maryland, Big 10 team, uh, goes to Indiana, so it's going to be at Indiana. Maryland favored by 11. I don't know if I like the 11. I think that's going to be like... I would take the game. Indiana spread. I think Maryland's going to win. But yeah, I agree. I think they'll probably win by 7 or 10. I agree with that. Um, James Madison's ranked. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, they're 25. undefeated. Ranked Five 25. Big shouts to them. the Dukes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not seeing any other Big 12 teams. Purdue. Um, I'm going to cover Purdue real quick. Nebraska at Purdue. Purdue's favored 11 and a half. Oh. Hmm. That's a weird game because Nebraska's kind of on the up and up. They're leading the Big Ten. Nebraska right uh, has actually had – they have gone from the worst defense in the Big Ten or probably I believe our good friend Connor Kearns was telling me today that they went from one of the worst defenses in the nation to the last two weeks being one of the best. So interesting to see if that holds up against Purdue. Obviously, they played Rutgers and um, – Oh, uh, who did they play two weeks ago? Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Well, not 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 a couple of powerhouses. Indiana. I mean, Purdue. They look definitely... bad. Nebraska did not look good against. Rutgers. No, they didn't. I, I watched. I watched the first half of that game. I think Purdue misses um, by fourteen. Uh, it's going to be close. I I'm worried about a last second Nebraska touchdown, but um, I think Purdue wins this by fourteen. Oh, I think that's all for. Um, oh, we'll talk about San Jose real quick. Oh, I'm hammering this. Okay, so San Jose right now. Uh, they're traveling to Fresno. San Jose is a seven-point favorite. Oh, baby. I think That's free money. <laughs> San Jose beats them by, I'd say, 21. <laughs> but uh, Fresno's quarterback might be coming back. I think that's why it's so low right now. But get in on it early, get seven. Because Fresno's had their quarterback out. Their quarterback that has been playing, guess his name. I don't know. Uh, think of the Dr. Phil video. F I F E. So it's Fife, but I I I I, I like Fife. <laughs> so um, let's see. Fresno's quarterback might be playing. We'll break that down on our next pod. So yeah, that's what I got. Uh, K State's got to buy this week, so I'll be. I don't have an obligation this week. It'll be nice. <laughs> It'll be nice. <laughs> uh, so that's all I got. Um, pod on Wednesday, like I said earlier. We do have a. We did receive a comment from a listener out there. Chad, would you like to read the comment? The BYU-Notre Dame game? Uh, you oh, well, it was an audio message. So. Well, just give me the gist of what it said. Oh, well, uh, Notre Dame and BYU play in Vegas. Uh, well, they kind of move around, but now mm-hmm. they're playing in Vegas because I think they have a deal with Allegiant or something. So are, is this game going to happen like every year for the next – I mean – I mean, they're going to play each other. I don't know if they're going to play. That's kind of cool. I like that. Um, So yeah, I think it's a rivalry. Uh, (laughs) That that is pretty cool. My my only point to (laughs) the comment I made last week was that 
uh, why would you bring the Catholics and Mormons to Sin City to play a football game? <laughs> That's my response. Oh, very valid, for sure. <laughs> but, no, I, I do think uh, that, that makes sense. I like that. I hope they keep playing it. It's a fun game. It was a good game. It was just that Notre Dame jumped out to an early lead, and BYU just couldn't catch yeah. up. So, yeah. that stinks. All righty. So, that's all we got today. Chad, any last thoughts? Uh, oh, social media real quick. When, are you, when is our social media going to be up? I'll launch it tomorrow. New week, new social media. All right. I like it. Um, we'll have our handles for the next episode. Yeah. I'll put it in the podcast description on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, I'm going to be getting the sub stack up and running. I'll make sure to backlog some of our past picks. We'll just kind of break mm. down while we did it. So yes. that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, let us know in person if you see us. I know a few of you listen to this that I will see at work or whereabouts. Um, or text us, you know. If we win you money, if we lose you money, let us hear about it. Franklin, you let, me, you let me hear about it. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so, gamble responsibly. Yeah. We'll be here for the foreseeable future. Thank you for listening to another episode. Let it ride, baby. Of sunflower. That's what made a difference today in the game. That's what made a difference on the call in front of their bench. Dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs>